0: In our Gospel reading this morning, a man comes to Jesus wanting to become a disciple. He says, I obey the law of Moses. What else do I have to do? Jesus responds, You lack one thing. Go, sell what you own and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. When the man heard this, He was shocked and went away grieving, for he had many possessions. Then Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, how hard it will be for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. Jesus then says that it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were greatly astounded and said to one another, "'Then who can be saved?' Jesus looked at them and said, "'For mortals it is impossible, but not for God. For God, all things are possible.'" The key to this passage is discovering what really saves us. The wealthy man thought it was his possessions. Those who truly hear, And follow Jesus, discover that it is instead trusting in God's love, not our possessions, that will ultimately save us. We never hear any more about or from the wealthy man in this story, but have you considered that perhaps he eventually did turn his misplaced allegiance from his possessions to God and did sell them and gave the money to the poor? God's grace can have that kind of impact upon our lives. Today begins our annual fall stewardship or giving campaign toward the ministry and mission of Mount Olivet. The theme this year is generous living. I am indebted to the work of Lovett Weems and Ann Michael in their recently released book, Generosity, Stewardship and Abundance. They write, our God is a generous, giving God, and everything we have, indeed everything that is, is a gift from God. Think about it. God's generosity is the most basic way we come to know God's love, the gift of creation that is defined as good, the gift of life itself, the material bounty of the earth The abilities that allow us to have a transforming impact among our family and peers, upon our places of employment and schools. The spiritual gifts of love, faith, grace, forgiveness, and most significant, the gift of God's Son, Jesus Christ. That popular Bible verse that we see at many public venues, John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only Son. Our God is a generous God, and we as God's creation are made in God's image. Thus, generosity is wired into our DNA. If we are not generous with our personal and corporate bounty, we are going against our own innate tendencies This is why the wealthy man of today's story left grieving, because he misplaced his loyalties and was not generous. But if we are generous, we fulfill what we are created to do and to be. We are healthier, happier, and lead a more purposeful life. In a week or so, you will be receiving a letter from me along with a pledge card. This is your opportunity to live and give generously through the ministry and mission of Mount Olivet. This church is a generous organization. Your gifts are treated with the utmost of respect and fidelity. These past couple of years have been a struggle, but through your generosity, we have continued to be faithful and to honor the trust you place in us as the clergy and staff. I have been overjoyed to be able to maintain my own level of giving during this time. Over the next few weeks, Pastor Tier, Julie Chung, a lay member of Mount Olivet, and I will be sharing how generous living impacts our lives. A couple of weeks ago, a person affiliated with Mount Olivet sent me an email saying that a friend's daughter, who is battling lymphoma and whom we have been praying for throughout the year. Well, she has been in remission since July. I was so happy to read this news that I stopped what I was doing at the time and said a prayer of gratitude. It also reminded me of an event I attended several years ago now in support of the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Every summer, Fishing Bay Yacht Club in Deltaville sponsors a dinner, auction, donations, and a race to raise funds for for blood disease research. I remember bidding on something at the auction. I cannot, cannot even remember what it was, but it was something that greatly exceeded what I had planned to spend. Well, I bought it, and I dreaded having to tell Sharon, my wife, that I had done this, But with my purchase, and more significantly, the efforts of the crew of our boat, we raised over $13,000 that year, just our boat. One of the highest amounts raised by any crew in the country. When this was added to the money raised by other crews and individuals, it was a total of many tens of thousands of dollars, if not over 100,000. I remembered this when I read the email about a person whose lymphoma was in remission. Hallelujah. And to think through my generosity and that of many others, we helped make this happen. It is the same feeling I get when I can help someone connected to Mount Olivet with their rent or a power bill. Long ago, I decided that performing funeral and memorial services is within the customary duties of a pastor. But after a funeral, the family often gives me an honorarium of several hundred dollars out of gratitude. I want to acknowledge their generosity, so I send a note of appreciation and say that I have signed this gift over to the church to be used to help persons with their rent and and the like. It is a win-win as far as I'm concerned The family gets the comfort of knowing that the gift is going to a good cause. I get that same comfort, and the recipient of rental assistance gets the assurance of not being evicted. Whether it is signing honorarium checks over to the church or supporting Mount Olivet through our regular offerings, I know that I am making a difference through the ministry and mission of our congregation. By God's grace, we all have opportunities like this to make a difference in our community, our church, and our world through generous living. For all that you do, thank you, amen.